0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Debug Life. Today we're going to be talking about something very close to my heart, which is loneliness and how it affects us physically and mentally. Statistics show that more than half of young Americans don't feel close to anyone, and that number has doubled since the 1980s. Part of being human is that we all feel lonely at times. Even the most extroverted people have likely felt the urge to connect and experience sadness from being unable to interact with someone. Being social is encoded in our genes because during the process of evolution, it increased our chances of survival. Wanting to belong and having to feel needed is in our very nature. We are genetically hardwired to respond to inputs from our environment. When you are thirsty, you drink. When you're hungry, you eat. And when you're lonely, your mind is communicating a desire to connect with others in order to feel safe. You know, I have this memory of my 21st birthday... And I was laying in a bed on the military base um, where I was going through training with Radiating pain down my legs coming from my back, which years later I found out was broken I had left my home country of the Netherlands a month or two prior. I had no friends on base and nobody even knew it was my birthday and I felt utterly lonely in that moment and I still remember that exact day, now nine years later. So I have learned a lot about how to deal with these feelings, and that's what we're going to go over today. You know, feeling lonely is perfectly healthy in the short term because it guides you toward the connections you need and crave. But these same feelings can be dangerous in the long run. Studies have shown social isolation can literally kill someone. While social isolation isn't identical to feeling lonely, a meta-analysis found chronic feelings of loneliness increase the risk of premature death by around 30%, which is the same risk as smoking a pack of cigarettes a day or being medically obese. Because we evolved to live in groups and depend on one another, being alone makes you more sensitive to threats. Loneliness is directly correlated to how we process threatening information and stimuli in our brain, suggesting that loneliness puts your body in a hypervigilant state. Hypervigilance causes an increase in stress hormones and reduces the functioning of your immune system. Social exclusion also activates the same brain regions as hunger and actual physical pain. Therefore, loneliness quite literally hurts you. When you feel lonely, your brain is more susceptible to depressive symptoms, and your ability to self-regulate is decreased. Studies have shown that those who reported chronic feelings of loneliness had a 64% increased chance of developing dementia. People who are chronically lonely have greater levels of viruses in their systems, are at higher risk of suffering from chronic inflammation, which has been linked to type 2 diabetes, arthritis, heart disease, and even suicide. Now, to properly address chronic feelings of loneliness, you first need to acknowledge the potential consequences of failing to do so and accept the feelings for what they are, a desire to connect with others. The most obvious option is to seek social support with members of your family, friends, and community members, such as a church or a meetup group. The only thing that matters is that you feel accepted and supported. Find the courage to completely embrace yourself within a community of people that makes you feel needed. If you think you lack social support, you, should, you could consider providing it instead. Research shows giving support may relieve just as much stress as receiving it, and doing so will lay the foundation for future relationships. And most importantly, remember that whatever you're feeling, you aren't alone. As these studies have shown, loneliness is a very common problem, and the way to deal with it is to listen to it, not to numb it, not to ignore it, but to listen to it and to work with it.